expressed on this broadcast of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show are those of the co-host and guest and do not necessarily reflect those of our affiliates. The topics and opinions on today's show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice. Take 12 Radio is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. And now, here's your host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Monty Man. Welcome to the Tank 12 Recovery Radio Show. Tony's here. Good morning. Denver's here. Good morning. Marv is here. Yes, I am. We are all here. Yes. And I have a new sweater. I was about to say, that looks like... Isn't it lovely? You're like Mr. Rogers now. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I have two yes. sweaters. I can take one off when I come in the house, take my shoes off, put my slippers on, put my other sweater on. You can do the, the jig? The, like, the, the what? The shoe thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. He, wait, oh, you he need a mitten sh- to do that. He popped his shoe off and he'd throw it in the air and catch it with the other one and whatever. He's See, Jalapeno would do that for, with you. Your cat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to thank the folks at, before we go, <laughs> thank the folks at Podomatic for sponsoring this show. If you would like to do uh, a podcast, uh, your own radio show, that kind of thing, the people you want to get in touch with is the folks at Podomatic. Visit their website at podomatic.com. There you go. You can actually do a show for free. You can you can do do you can start out doing it for free, and then they have different packages, and they're just great folks. So visit Podomatic at Podomatic dot com. Podomatic. Say it, Tony. <laughs> Say it. Pod- Isn't there like an eighty song like that? Podomatic, something like that. Uh, I don't know hey, what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I might have missed that. Like Duran Duran or something like that. <laughs> 80s was kind of blurry. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Ask James. He knows all the 80s. He yeah. knows every. A little, us. little blurry back in the 80s. <laughs> 80s blurry for you, Mark? I don't remember. I don't <laughs> remember. <laughs> he barely Amen. remembers the 70s. That's when like the right? flower turned on. <laughs> so, like, so today, today's show is inspired by a show I listened to the other day. <laughs> On Recovery 101, on their radio show. And um, their their show was entitled, My Lord and Savior, question mark. And um, I listened to the show, and what they were talking about was, you know, is it appropriate to mention your higher power by name in a meeting? 
Um, or should you just be general about it? And there were some things that they were talking about. It was a very interesting show. I enjoyed listening to it. Uh, Bruce and the gang over there. And uh, just Google Recovery 101 and, and uh, listen to their shows. They're, they're very entertaining. And um, they do a really good job. So I, I just wanted to plug them for a minute. But it, it, it kind of inspired me. So we're going to talk about that too. And so I entitled this, this week's show Higher Power Specific. And so we're going to be talking um, about that as well. Before we do any of that, we're going to have some fun. fun I like skipped we do. my month. You didn't get your. No, I only shave my legs. We don't shave like all the time. <laughs> what Tony's talking about is the Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, let's let's di- let's dabble into this a little farther. What? So so every month, if you're a member of the Dollar Shave Club, you get this little magazine, and it has some interesting things in yes, it. Yes, I skipped my month. You didn't get a month? What'd you do? Cancel? You get let's, it automatically. Let's it. see the legs. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but you get it every month anyway. No, you don't. If you don't get the package, you don't get the thing. Oh, you didn't sign up for No, I signed up for monthly, but you can skip a month. Oh, you can? Uh-huh. I did not know that. They sent you an email. I did not know this. And See, they, I keep, I've got so many razors now. It's not, they just keep sending them to No, me. they send you an email and then you can say skip or deliver. G- give Tony a couple. I did not know that. No, I don't need any. <laughs> I am like. She's Scandinavian. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but probably so. Oh, I got an incoming call. What's that all about? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, so yeah. out of the uh, the Dollar Shave Club magazine, I thought this was kind of interesting. A br- I was hoping you would read that. A, a breath of fresh air. Oh Lord! <laughs> Not so I picked three of these. I picked three of these. Um, so listen to this: commercial airliners. You know, when you're oh, taking Lord. a flight somewhere. Uh, despite what most people think, airline passengers aren't all breathing in each other's coughs and farts. <laughs> <laughs> People think that they are. They think that, that, that they're, you know, they are. It's they, not recirculating air? The air is actually drawn in from outside by the engines, then pressurized and circulated throughout the cabin. It's probably much cleaner than your typical office air, too, uh, being completely refreshed about 20 times an hour compared to 12 for the average office. <laughs> 20 times. That sounds kind of minimal, too. Yeah, personally. but it's, it's cleaner than sitting in your office with a bunch of people. So, like, if you want to be fresh, just, like, Put your mouth on the vent. <laughs> put your mouth. Put your mouth <laughs> to the engine. Uh, okay. What about uh, what about? Uh, this is kind of weird. This is uh, fresh air on subway trains. Good. Have you ever ridden a subway? No. You ever ridden a subway? Well, I had the distinct displeasure of riding the subway in New York City. In New York. Yeah. And you're still oh, alive. Oh my goodness! I mean, first of all, it Good is. God. It's like a heater down there <laughs> in these tunnels. Um, but here's a gross fact. 15% of the airborne matter in subway cars is human skin. <gasps> See, that's why you don't have the subway. Uh, there are also Shut dub- up. There's also, <laughs> there are also double the normal levels of airborne fungi from the rotting, <laughs> from the rotting wood of oh railway God, ties, stomach. plus high levels of metal dust from the wheels and brakes, which are kicked up every time the train comes to a screeching halt. Uh, the air is filtered a little by air conditioning, but all things considered, you're probably better off dodging mouse turds. And it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. So horses air. are cleaner than subways. That's pretty right. Much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got a lot of fresh air horseback. <laughs> Jesus, I'd rather ride a horse. 
Check this out. This is the third one. Garbage trucks. <laughs> Way to pick them. Way to pick them. They're probably cleaner than subways in a, New York. A study from 2016 found that bacterial and fungal uh, uh, concentrations inside garbage truck cabs were 11.7 and 111 times higher, uh, respectively, than outside the truck. This, they concluded, is because garbage truck drivers don't always wash the uh, their outer work clothes since they are often, <laughs> well, they're messing around with the garbage all day long. These pathogens are then spread throughout the fleet. Uh, the flight home doesn't sound so bad now, right? <laughs> On the plane. <laughs> So, so you're telling me that garbage people do not clean their clothes? Okay, I work well, all at day long. They're 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 in garbage. They're playing. They're, they're they're dumping garbage. Yeah. They're getting stuff on them all day long. They're not going to wash their clothes every time they make a house call. But I work at McDonald's and I still hate smelling. I wash my clothes at least twice or. Three but you times don't a wash week. your clothes during your shift. I would if I could. We have a dish. But or- you can't. I could. But they garbage truck like drivers, it. by the end of the day... Oh, I thought you meant the week. No. Oh, okay. I don't think they put on their same overalls. Ooh, you never be, know. People are dirty. That would be gross. Have you flown it? on the subway? Flown on the subway. Flown on the subway? <laughs> <laughs> a couple times. Stop right there. Oh. It's time oh. for Monty Man's Weekly Wine. I love the baby. The baby is so cute. She loves the baby. I love the baby. She loves the baby. All right. I have two. I have two. Um, the overpackaging of items, small items in stores. Have you ever bought, <laughs> like, bought a, a, a screwdriver or breath freshener or something, like, and it comes in a package that is sealed in this ultra thick plastic, and it's five times larger than the item you bought, and it takes ten snips to get into the package to break it open. Oh, like Amazon. Amazon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do that too. Do they do that too? Yeah, or well, quite a bit. Well, they do this in stores so it makes it harder to shoplift the item. <clears throat> you know, like you'll have a little tiny bottle of something and it'll be in a big old giant package hanging on a hook so you can't just shove it in your purse or stick it in your coat pocket. I um, that's what the thingy was for. What thingy? The metal thingy. What metal thingy? Security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're not going to security code every single tiny item that they sell in the store. Oh, okay. So the so manufacturers will put it in these packages, you know, and and I mean heat shrunk around them. Yeah, but I mean the plastic <laughs> is so hard yeah. that you you can actually cut your hands if you try to rip these things open <laughs> or break a razor blade. So I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I agree with you. Do you? Yeah. Yes. So you run into that, right? Yes. Yeah, and you get some scissors, and it breaks the scissors, and so then you got to yeah. get some pliers. And I had to use vice grips to open a package <laughs> at Christmas time. It's, for me, it's almost like road rage to have to open <laughs> one. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. started out James simple. James horrible road rage. And then if, it, yeah. if, if the item doesn't work and you go to take it back, they go, where's the packaging? Said, Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what makes me mad is when they like a rubber spatula and they do that shrink wrap around it. Right. What's the sense of that? I don't know. Just for the barcode. But spatulas are always good to buy at Christmas time, well, right? I, I know. <laughs> Everybody I needs a new a spatula. <laughs> Um, okay, the other one is toasters that only toast one side of your bread. That just ticks me off. No. I well, quit was... buying them at thrift stores. I No, but they even new ones. Okay, so a toaster, you put your bread in there, and there's always one side of the bread that is 
toasted less than the other side? Why can't the elements be of equal value on both sides of, for your toast? It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, our toaster has this button that's for bagels. It's got a bagel button. I have a bagel button. Right? And so the bagel button purposely decreases the heat on mm. one side, you know, the smooth side of the, the bagel, so it doesn't burn it. And so then the I get that. But when the bagel button is not pressed, my toast ought to be toasted equally <laughs> on both sides of my bread. Okay, you do not want James making the toast because you know what he does? What? He takes the toast out and then turns it around. Yeah, and, I do that too. I have to do that too. You butter the wrong side? No, but no, I have to turn it around <laughs> to get equal. <laughs> no, James butters the wrong side. How does the toaster know on the bagels which sides? I don't think it does. Be, well, be, you have to do that. So you put the, the bagel in with uh -huh. the smooth side towards the element that, that turns off. I so you push the right. bagel button and one side on each slot is a lot less heat than but the other side. But how do you know what's front or back? Well, you cut a bagel in half. and the, Oh, no, a bagel. Okay. Yeah, I thought bagel. you meant toast. Not a beagle. A bagel. <laughs> so, no, he takes it out and then he turns it around and butters the wrong side. What side does he butter? He butters the untoasted side. That's weird. Uh-huh. James, you're weird. Uh-huh. That whole Every topic time. was weird. <laughs> what are you talking about? Marv's like, horses just have feet and you just put shoes wow. on. Wow. <laughs> well, a toaster will never lie to you either. <laughs> so that's it for Money Man's... Uh, Weekly wine. All right. <laughs> you got anything to whine about, Tony? Anything to whine about this week? I did, actually. I thought about something in the bathtub last night, and now I forgot about it. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Marv, anything no, to no. whine? Nothing? Never anything? I had mine. I even forgot what it was. Now It, it can't rival to <laughs> toasters. I'm oh. sorry. Nothing's going to beat that today. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I should put my one on the air. Really? Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, come on. <gasps> Oh, you guys are awful. I know. Huh? Oh, she meant, <laughs> Come on. Come on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Come Take on. It. Take it. Roommates that don't pay rent. Roommates oh. that don't pay rent. I'll let y'all go with that. I yeah. agree. Yeah. If your roommate isn't paying rent. Or doing anything to find a job. I oh, made, wait, I, I made, forgot about that. I made, I made the silly <laughs> comment of, well, how much does she have to pay for rent? <laughs> no, zero. Uh, yeah. Um, that's why I I blared my carry-under with this morning. Uh, looking for my keys while Monty calls me. No, I'm look I'm looking for a room here shortly in a oh, month or five. You can have hers. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. If that is no, if it, that is your so home, lazy, and you it's have unreal. Made, if you've made an agreement with a tenant that they pay rent and you're letting them stay there month after month after month because your heart's too big. And she got fired from is, her last job for clocking in and then going well, to get her medicine. It, and but listen, Tony, if that if you're allowing <laughs> that to happen, it's your fault. It is. Well spoken. Shoot your codependency in the foot <laughs> and it's... kick her to the curb. If it wasn't I'm for serious. my brother and her being his girlfriend, I would. But you're right. I have to give it by heart. You know what? I'll tell you something. We teach people how to treat us. And we, that's we not We teach it. them how to treat us. And and, and the deal of it is, if people, if, I don't know about you, but if I get away with something... I'm going to do it again. Hmm. Oh, that's good because she does do And that. if you allow her to do that, you're just, you're, you're giving her I'm permission. I'm enabling. You're, you're giving her permission. You are enabling. 
You know, we're going to have a conversation when I get home. Then. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a report uh, next week. Uh, yeah. Yes. Room for I rent. Need, I need a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Prospect. I need a stallion Prospect. to get like, away from like the situation. Can you hook me up, please? Room for rent. Room for rent. <laughs> um, okay. Um, this is interesting, though. I was, I was looking it up at, at, at the top 10 things people <laughs> complain about or whine about. Oh, yeah, um, more ones? In, in the year 2017, we, we, we just left that. Now we're in 2008. So I picked the top three. Okay, number three that people complain about, supposedly, is stepping in dog poo. <laughs> uh, that's, a, <laughs> that's my dad. That's thing. a good one right there. I don't like tracking that nasty in the people, carpet. You don't live with people don't like stepping do in dog poo. No, I don't like it. <laughs> number two is people who eat with their mouth open. That's another one. Oh my one. god, that I is so like disgusting. Mars mustache is bad enough and they poop. <laughs> but have a human eat with their mouth open is like I want to duct tape their mouth shut. <laughs> like it's gross. It's seriously disgusting. Like mashed potatoes. Oh my god, that's so horrible. <laughs> Good God. Oh Lordy. I yeah, I'd like to sit at the table and watch you watch them. Personally, I I just put earplugs like, in and stop. watch you. Oh my god, Kylie's horrible at it. Is she really? Oh my god, I love my daughter, but Jesus, I love my dad, and and, and he's he's gone to be with the Lord, bless his heart. But he he would do that. He would talk while he's eating, yes! and you know pieces of lettuce would fall out. <laughs> and things like that. It's like. It was oh. it was actually an amazing thing to watch, you know. It was like somebody should be filming this. <laughs> well, the number one the, the number one thing according to this particular website that people whine about in 2017 was people who smell. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, Tony, what do you got to say about that? <laughs> I have to get a talking to from all my managers to tell people they smell. For not telling That's people your they job? Smell. To yeah, t- no, let them no. know? No, I have to get talked out of telling that they oh. smell. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a case it's of... It's horrible. That now, now, to people's credit, there are some people... That, that can't help that, it. That I can't it. help it. They sweat profusely. They just have a condition that... But if you have a house and you have water... But you, but we're not talking about that. There's a lot of people that just aren't very good at personal hygiene, and they uh-uh. they just stinky uh-uh. poop. <laughs> uh-uh. They're riding the subway. Walter was maybe they're garbage men. Oh no, he Walter stunk. He was horrible. It was gross. Really? Yes, it was like naturally too. Oh, yeah, like Monty says, some people just uh, oh, it's nasty. got it going on. They got it going on. Oh my god. No, if you have a bath or a shower, bathe. Get off that website. Oh, good Jeez, money. <laughs> All right, that's it for the weekly wine. We're going to take a break. Uh, so listen to this, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Turn around, hit the ground, time to lay a burden down. Too much God talk for you? Then you've tuned in to the wrong station. This is Take 12 Recovery Radio. Hey there, this is Monty Meyer from Take 12 Recovery Radio, and I would like to invite you to tune into our brand new show, The Victory Report, the first and third Wednesday of every month for powerful testimonies featuring the men and women 
of Teen Challenge of Arizona, who have been set free from life-controlling issues such as addiction, codependency, and self-harm. Simply visit us at Take12Radio.com and click on Follow Me on Podomatic. Once there, you can download any of our shows, including the all-new Victory Report. So mark your calendars for Wednesday, February 7th at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and join us to experience the solution you'll hear in every testimony. That's Take12Radio.com for the all-new Victory Report. Welcome back. Isn't it time, isn't it time, isn't it time for Take 12 Trivia? Yes, it's time, Monty Man, for Take 12 Trivia. I thought so. Brought to you by that (laughs) award-winning magazine, the 12-Step Gazette. Visit their website at 12stepgazette.com. It's all yours, Monty Man. All right, let's hear a little drum roll, please. There you go. Okay. Uh, take 12 trivia. All right. This is useless trivia. Absolutely useless <laughs> trivia. Oh, boy. I love useless trivia. I'll carry this for There's moments. no multiple choice on this. You have to guess. If you get it, what? If you get it wrong. That is a setup, Monty. If you get it right. Good Lord. All right. Number one. People with higher incomes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Tony's great. You can just go, good morning. She starts laughing. Yeah. I know. That's what I love about it. It just makes you, do you smile. Do you know what James says when he listens to the show? He looks at me like, really? <laughs> He's like, well, why he are you will even today. laughing? I'm like, I don't remember. People with higher incomes gener- generally prefer their toilet paper to come over the roll or under the roll. Over the roll. Over the roll? What do you think, Denver? Being in the uh, prestigious janitor position I'm in, we prefer it over. Uh-huh. People with higher incomes prefer it over the roll rather than under the roll? Yes, they'll go over. Okay, what do you think, Marv? I'm going to go under. You're going to go under? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Marv. <laughs> oh, Marv. I'm from the country, too, under. brother. Don't worry. I, Never go under. It don't matter as long as there's toilet paper on that I, roll. I'm just trying to be different. I know. You were. We uh, love you, Mark. 60% of people making more than $50,000 a year prefer the toilet paper to come over the roll, while 73% of those making under 20000 prefer to go under. That is so weird. <laughs> now, how do they figure that? That's what I want. That's so know. weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is amazing. Okay. <laughs> number two. All that while she's butchering my picture over here. No, I'm fixing it. Okay. Okay, yeah. num- number two. Have women been found? <laughs> listen. Listen to this. This is for you. Has women been <laughs> have women been found to blink more often than men or less? No, it's true. We more. do more. Mark uh, says more. See, you say you say more too. Uh-huh. What do you uh, think? All right, I'm going to go on a limb here and go. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and you got mad at me for customers. <laughs> no, I said. <laughs> oh <hell> okay. <laughs> yes. Well, well, okay. Yes, you. You know why? Because we're like, mm-hmm. girl, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are right. A study of spontaneous blinking patterns found women blink 19 times per minute. 
compared to men at 11 times. There you go. There you go. I think yeah. in future you need to dig up some uh, women compared to men trivia. Because there are there are some very Wait, interesting like, traits no, that women have. that is wrong because so, I'm the only one... So what we were joking with Tony about about cussing was <laughs> she put her her favorite football team the Saints won the football game. Yes. 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 So she went, "Hell yeah." And I said, "Well, if they're called the Saints, wouldn't you say heaven yet?" Yes, Monty got on me about that. <laughs> no, I just thought that was a cute response. <laughs> it was <clears throat> cleverness. It's funny how much credit we give hell, isn't it? For yeah, yeah, hell's not I, well, and I when I posted that, that, I looked at James. I'm like, "Watch Monty will post something." <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just interesting. I, I, it'd be interesting to find out where that came from. Why do we give hell credit for good things? That is kind of weird. Because we like to be naughty. I guess. Maybe that's <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, and we already played the Panthers in the playoffs or twice, and we beat them a third time, so I don't know why. So right, right. All right, here's number three. What is a jiffy? A what? A jiffy. Isn't that what you post on Facebook? Or a, is that a gif? That's a gif. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, Jiffy's peanut butter. Okay, you say peanut butter? Um. What's a Jiffy, Marv? A baby kangaroo. A baby kangaroo? <laughs> I, don't know. I thought that was a kid. That's a Joey. Oh, oh a Joey. Joey. Yeah, okay. it's a Joey. A Jiffy. You don't really, you really don't want me to try answering this, do you? Because <laughs> I'm going to. Okay, go ahead. Never All right, it's when you walk up behind somebody and you grab their underwear and That's you a wedgie. pull it. No, that's a jiffy, too. No, that's, that's a not. Ji- that's a wedgie, right? <laughs> that's a wedgie. Where the hell... Did- How am I supposed to... Heck, did you get jiffy? Where in the... Where in the heaven did you... <laughs> Where in the heaven was I supposed to come up with that answer? <laughs> Jiffy's peanut butter. All right, enlighten us, Marty. All right. A jiffy in computer engineering is the length of one cycle of the computer's system clock around 10 milliseconds. In chemistry and physics, a jiffy is the moment of time it takes to, for light to travel the distance of one centimeter. I knew that. Listen, that is an <laughs> Do you over... you not realize we're drunks? That is over-the-top <laughs> toilet paper like, questions, okay? <laughs> like, that's what we read in the... Once thing. you ever heard anybody say, he, you know, he, he, thought, of that, he thought of that in a jiffy? Well, it's not like we know what it means. Well, it means really, really fast, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Here's the last one, Tony. <laughs> Underroll toilet paper. Okay, let's see, let's see how Tony does. NASA. Oh, Lord. Oh, she didn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. Uh, but just wait, Tony. Just wait. Oh, Do you poop in space? Well, listen, listen. NASA had to rename the sizes of the apparatus used for male astronauts to pee from small, medium, and large to large, gigantic, and humongous. Wait, is that your manhood? Yeah, yes. that'd be the manhood. Stop pointing. Stop pointing. So what does this oh all have to do God. with recovery? Grande. I, that's, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> it's good for the soul. Because we're, we're not a glum lot. Yeah. We, we Wait, prove you it had here to every rename week. your manhood? No, they didn't rename their manhood. <laughs> Although people's manhoods have earned several names. Over the, no, no, NASA had to re- rename the size of the apparatus <laughs> used for male astronauts to pee from small, medium, and large to large, gigantic, and humongous. Oh my God. Why? Oh, oh. Why did they have to rename it? Oh. Gravity has effects. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, I, there you I go. I'm telling Tony. You, if huh? you, if you can't have, Stand up. if you can't have fun in recovery, you <laughs> you are a sad lot, really. And we are not a glum lot. So, so why did they have to rename it, Tony? I, well, my original answer I cannot air on air. You got to say on the air? What do you, what do you think, Marv? Why did they have to rename it from small, medium, and large to large, gigantic, and humongous? <laughs> there's got to be a scientific answer like uh, Denver. Yeah. It's, well, it's actually, so there's not. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I got the secondary answer. Because there was no fit. Because there was. Wait, <laughs> what's, no. What's your well, answer? If, if, <laughs> After gravity, I'd have to go. If gravity w- takes effect, then yeah, it just rolls <laughs> on it. <laughs> well, you know that you know that song that that, that uh, a, you do not know a, what Aruba, song is Jamaica, come on, pretty baby. That, that Kokomo? song, Kokomo. Mm-hmm. There's a, a there's a verse Wait, in there a about space. We'll, we'll let a little bit of gravity take effect. <laughs> it's talking about what you're talking about, Denver. In that, I song. didn't know that happened though. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I need to go to All right, I'll tell you why they renamed it. Because nobody was willing to admit to their size. <gasps> I, you know, I, I was you gonna... know, I'm calling NASA today after the show. Uh, I am not kidding. My my second guess <laughs> was I'm not kidding. I'm gonna be like, is this real? My second guess was ego because you're flying. To you're the, right. You're flying to the moon. All right. You're kind of <laughs> special, and nobody wants to be average. <laughs> I don't think you can. Do Humongous that. is over the edge, but <laughs> I think that's against law to have sex in space. <laughs> Whoa! What? I don't know if we even. Addressed that. I don't even think it's possible. Where did that come from? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> like Lost in Space, like the Muppets? Do they shave oh, in space? Oh my God. I'm not even going there. All right. I don't mm. know what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's uh, like, I'm going to go home and have a couple of shots of coffee. All right. Let's uh, close with a drum roll. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> Me and Denver are bouncing off each other. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, uh, listeners, if you've got some trivia you want us to yeah, talk about. Please. Lost in Space trivia. Uh, send it into us. Would you think? Muppets trivia. That's a good one. We could do Muppets Bro. trivia. I like Muppets trivia. All right. So, so the topic uh, this week, after all that uh, <laughs> jacanery or whatever you call it's it. Denver's fault. Hoopla. Hoopla. Is higher power specific, and it was inspired by uh, Recovery 101's show entitled uh, My Lord and Savior? Question mark. And uh, in that show, they were talking about people that would mention their higher power in 12-step support meetings, specifically AA and NA. Um, it, it could be any 12-step support meeting, I suppose, but but those seem to be the ones where um, it is suggested that you be more general about who your higher power is or use the phrase higher power. I mean, that's kind of the general consensus. You know, people use God or and they they may use God, small g, to you know, in a generic term. Um, but they were talking about how, you know, pe- some people would might get offended or feel alienated or, you know, kind of feel uncomfortable if someone were to say, my higher power, Jesus Christ, the one and only God. And they also mentioned, well, if somebody said, well, Allah, the one and only God, or my higher power, Buddha, the one and only spiritual being, or something like that, that stating 
following the statement of the name with making the point that it was the one and only God may be offensive to some people. And, 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 and I, I understand that. I get, I get that. Um, but I wanted to kind of bounce it off you guys and see what you guys thought. How do you feel? And then I'll give you some of my ideas. Denver, how do you, how do you feel about if you're in an AA meeting, for instance, and somebody is higher power specific instead of saying higher power, does that bother you at all? Or do you think that that might be kind of iffy? Should we do that? What's your take on it? I come from small town AA meetings. Right. And uh, so we didn't have the... uh, Variety of people? We didn't have... Thank you for the word. I was looking for a uh, smoother, gentler way to say that. We don't have the alternate outlook of everything going on that big city meetings would have. Mm. So higher power for most of us in a meeting was God. You know, Was it God generic or was it, it God I, of the Bible or Judaism? We, we heard God generic, I guess. Okay. Capital G, I would presume, with everybody. Right. But uh, the talk, it was never afraid of the word Jesus. Nobody was afraid of hearing no, that. No, and my high power, high higher power, God. You know, it right. was addressed directly. <laughs> it wasn't uh, he he hawed about. So uh, I haven't been around that situation. Okay, and I would at this state in my life. You know what? Uh, I'm there to fellowship and gain sobriety. So. I'm not going to make a big fuss if you got some other... It's not a big deal to you. It's not a big deal to me. If you're if you're getting so- sober and uh you know what, if that's making you feel better that word, your relationship with whatever your higher power is is the important thing. So so if somebody said my higher power grandfather, for instance, which would be a common Native American thing to say in some sort some Native American uh-huh. circles, that wouldn't offend you at all. No, I'm not going to be offended by it. Right. I mean, I, I'm not going to throw darts at you for saying that. Sure. You're going to figure out. You're going to figure it out. Right. It's all going to come clear someday. Right. So uh, who am I to fling the darts? What if somebody said, my higher power, Gertrude? <laughs> I'd laugh. <laughs> but it wouldn't be offensive. I'm not going to take offensive. I'm not going to get up and walk out of the meeting, and I'm not going to throw my coffee on you. So. Good. Tony, what's your take on all this? Well, right now I'm channeling my inner Bruce. Ooh. And I think... What in the world does that mean? <laughs> inner Bruce. <laughs> this is a good subject, and I, 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 I feel Bruce right now. He would say, I don't care. So Bruce was, Bruce was a co-host here for many mm-hmm. years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, like, I don't think God should... I, I, I think that, like... Mm, makes people go away, but it also makes people attracted to the program because they don't, like with me, I didn't know that God still loved me even though I did horrible things. Yeah. Like, it's promising and it's a <coughs> bad thing at the same time. It's like a catch-22. It's like, you don't want to hear about it, but you want to hear about it, and it's just how your own personality is as how you take that, I think. And some people like it, and some people don't, and then there's the ones in between that are confused, like I was. Right. 
like I was brought up one way and then I see now that like through the years that he still loves me even though I did all these horrible things. Mm-hmm. And I think people think God um, turns their back on them. And so I think when they come into the program and hear about God, they're like, oh, my God, he doesn't hate me and I'm not going to hell. And, you know, do you think it's stuff. do you think it's more effective when they're not specific about the name? I of their think it's power? more effective when they are specific. So you think, OK, so you take so you're like not you're, me, you're not offended at all mm. if, if somebody says my higher power, Jesus Christ. Mm-mm. So because what if they I say think, my higher yeah. power, uh, yeah. Allah? Yeah, I was going to say, what if they come in different? And there's different. Things for different people. So that like, doesn't that doesn't mm-hmm. bother you either. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So you think it's a good thing to be specific? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I I think there's different auras of the whole thing, but I mean, so that's actually me, benefited it, you. Mm-hmm. To, so yeah, that's benefited you. Yeah. That's been your experience. And aren't we talking about our experiences, really? So for you, that was a benefit. Okay, I'm going to say something on air, and I'm going to regret saying this, but, like, with the oh, whole... Say it. Uh, oh, I hope my parents don't listen to the show. The whole abortion thing that I was texting you about. Right. Like, I thought God hated me. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> right. and But you know different now, right? Yeah. Yeah. God loves us regardless of our goof-ups, mistakes, bad choices. Right? Thank you. And Love I have anyway. to be honest with the people or else they're... Yeah. Yeah. You have to share your experience. So you really learned that God was a God of unconditional love in your meetings, didn't you? And and you heard that regardless of who they said their higher power was. You heard that. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Marv? And if my parents ever listen, I hope they don't listen to this show because yeah. I was not honest with them. And that was after Kylie. Yeah, yeah. Literally right after Kylie. Sorry. Go it's ahead. okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's It's got level stuff. Marv, what do you think about all this? Well, I've I've got two or three ideas sure. about it. And, and i got to say this. Uh, uh, 35 years ago, mm-hmm. if you walked into an AA meeting here in Albany right. and uh, said anything about Jesus Christ, you would be ostracized. You would be. Yes. You would be corrected in the middle of your share. Oh. Yes. And, um, and, but, uh, at the same time, I have noticed in the last, I'm going to say five or six years, that that has, uh, become, uh, more acceptable than what it was. If they mentioned Jesus. Yes. What about other names? Like Allah, grandfather, it, I haven't seen um, <clears throat> any any major disturbance over any of that kind of over, stuff. Over any of it in AA, yeah. Um, my my whole deal has um, um, I don't really know how to say this either. Is if I'm going to share, I try the best I can to. Uh, come at a problem from a scriptural point of view in mm-hmm. a language that uh, even the newcomer would understand. Right. But at the same time, my deepest uh, conviction is Christ. Sure. Through everything. And but I kind of 
I kind of feel like I don't want to be the one, and I'm I'm not saying this is right or wrong. It's just kind of what I've done through the years. Yeah, uh, I don't want to be the one to uh, insult or hurt somebody's feelings or uh, alienate uh, them, alienate them, make an enemy out of them, right? Uh, because of of my convictions. Mm-hmm. But see. There's a contrariness there because Christ says that we are, you know, if if we're going to be ashamed of him, then he's going to be ashamed of us. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's this contrary thing that that's kind of hanging out there for me. I don't know if anybody else thinks about that, but um, uh, does that make sense? You yes. Know, it bothers me uh, on one hand, but on the other hand, I don't want to create a problem well this bring this brings an interesting point and i think i think uh that it speaks to what you just said so let's look at this from a christian point of view first of all here um as it relates to what you just talked about Uh um so all three of us in this room are born again christian believers four uh, four yeah excuse me and the cat in the dog. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're still here. Sorry. Uh, all, all, all four of us. Um, and so it's going to be kind of natural for us to kind of lean in that direction. But but let's address what Marv was saying. So in Matthew 10, so because we're Christians, our, our, our references are going to be from a Christian point of view. That's just, I mean, if it, otherwise we're not practicing our Christianity. So... Um, we're going to look, and other people may not look at things that way because they're not Christians, and it's not fair to expect them to. They're not. They're. They don't have the same faith we do. So I can't expect a, a Muslim to believe like I do because they don't. Um, but having said that, Matthew ten thirty two through thirty three says, "Whoever therefore shall confess me before men, him I will confess also before my Father which is in heaven." But whosoever shall deny me before men, I will also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Now, here's what I want to say about that. I don't think you're necessarily denying Christ's name by not mentioning him in a meeting. Correct. I think when somebody says to you, and you want to, we want to go back to who was the chief denier in the New Testament as far as an example goes, that was Peter. They confronted him and they asked him, aren't you the guy that was with Jesus? And he denied him three times. They asked him three times and they, he said, no, I don't know him. That's different than not mentioning him in a meeting. So if somebody comes up to me in a meeting or asks me after the meeting or even in the meeting, is Jesus your higher power? And I say no, and he is, that's denying Christ. But just not mentioning it, Jesus isn't hindered by me not being higher power specific in the meeting. He can still express his love even if I don't say his name. Um, it's so so de- denying it so, because I know Christians in AA that will say what we use the scripture verse and say, well, if I don't say who he is in the meeting, I'm denying him. That's not denying him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Denying him is when you're asked. If he is, and you say no when he really is your higher power. What like, you say, Tony? Like Pastor Kelly said yesterday in the sermon. Like he gave Peter three chances to make it right when right. he denied him the whole time. He didn't say 
like what you're saying. He right. Basically denied Jesus as his savior. Yes. And he gave Peter three times to make it correct. So he was lying because he mm-hmm. was. And but he was telling the Romans that he wasn't. Mm-hmm. That's denying. So that that's that's different. That's different. So don't think you're denying Christ if you don't mention him by name in a meeting. Doesn't mean you're denying him. But if you're asked point blank, right? That's different. Mm-hmm. Or you can say never. Oh, you got somebody new in a meeting, and uh, you come out guns a blazing with Christ. You, you can scare them away pretty pretty quickly if you come out guns yeah. blazing about and, any any deity. Yeah, supposedly. yeah, exactly. You, you, yeah. Any, any higher power specifically, right? But w- what you said there, we're not denying Jesus or uh, God or you know our, our higher power by not blatantly blurting it out we're just being conscious of other people's feelings and that's good when they're in a tender state you know very good point yeah but maybe they weren't ready that's what i'm saying is they're they will come to know i need bluntness they will come to know well if you stick around long enough you're gonna find a little bluntness (laughs) at a meeting all right. Yes. I think Amen it's, like, it's going to show up people, there. Though. Like, huh? there's people that need babying, and there's people like me that need bluntness. And bluntness will come. But you can't always but, but tiptoe around other like people, Like I said, I don't, uh, you hit it dead on the, the nose for me, is you're not denying. your When you get asked if you say no, then that is But denying. that shouldn't make you share differently, though. It it won't make me share differently. Well, I know this. not you, but I mean with anybody. I mean, I think there's people who should share the way they share, and if other if, people don't like it, they can either go back out or stay in and like. If listen. if they come to you specifically and ask, they're either hungry or they're looking for a fight. I'm you know? ready. And, it, and then and then that gets that out in the open, and you can go from there and and let the spirit guide your steps after that. So I did something uh, one time several years ago. Um, I was in a meeting and somebody said their higher power was grandfather and a fellow Christian in the room. That's Native American, right? Right. Then what's Allah? Stood, uh, that's Muslim. Oh, okay. Stood up in the room while the guy was sharing and says, we don't name our higher power by name. Now he didn't say, he didn't say my higher power grandfather, who's the only God. He didn't say that. He just said my higher power grandfather, Right. And I replied, and I know you're not supposed to do this in a meeting, but oh, I replied, I, I, I says, you know what? You really need to leave him alone. Uh-huh. That's his higher power. And we're in a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous. You really need to lay off of him. And you were too nice. And, and I didn't agree with the guy as far as I don't uh-huh. believe grandfather is God, but I do agree with his right to declare that he's not a Christian. I can't expect him to act like a Christian. That's not, that, that isn't even reasonable. He has a right. This is America, for crying out loud. I will not be censored in an AA meeting in America. So by the same token, if I want to say my higher power, Jesus Christ, I have every right to do that. However, I will say this. Just because you have a right to do something doesn't mean it's always wise. (laughs) The newcomer. Yeah. The newcomer. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know. Uh, well, so I think it's important if you're in a meeting, uh, and I say this all the time, uh, the power of observation. 
I mean, look around, see the feel and see the tone of the meeting, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And when it's your turn to talk, at least I feel sort of a responsibility to stay in that uh, uh, topic mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah, and to, and to kind of, uh, I mean, after a while, you've been there long enough where, you know, hey, it's time to, uh-huh. to help people. And uh, to realize what people are saying and see what's going on. And then uh, whatever you're going to say, uh, I try anyway, to, to uh, go along those same lines uh-huh. with the solution. And all, all, 100% of the time, it's always spiritual. You know, those steps, that whole program, the whole thing is, is uh spiritual but the new people don't know that right and it's not based on nationality either i mean we can always put like you know like kylie she's a quarter native american i will never deny her of her heritage right like what she wants to believe whether it's god or grandfather you know i will let her believe that but we always have to put ourselves not above other people and just be like okay they identify you know jesus or god as this you know it's different Basically, different strokes for different folks. So, so, and I, I, I agree. I agree with Marv, and I think, I think it's. Oh, and I do too. And, and particularly if somebody's new and they've come out of a a Christian background, and they don't know the pro, you know, politically correct AA speech or NA speech, <laughs> and they happen to them. say Jesus is my higher power. Don't bash them in the meeting. Yeah. You know, if you want to talk to them afterwards, you know, I mean, this is why sponsorship's important. Mm-hmm. So they can, and, and we have 60%, at least from what we can gather, I don't know how accurate that is, but they say, whoever they are, that about 60% of people that attend 12-step meetings don't have sponsors, or they do, but they're just a phone number. They don't really use them. <laughs> and and that's one of the reasons why sponsorship, mentorship, spiritual advisorship is so important. So you have somebody that can kind of teach you, because we want to be effective to the person who still suffers, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the primary purpose, at least in Alcoholics Anonymous? Um, and so how, how do we do that? Now, um, the definition, Webster's definition of a higher power, I thought this was interesting. Mm-hmm. A spirit or being such as God, capital G, so that's an example, that has great power, strength, knowledge, etc., that can affect nature and the lives of people. That's Webster's definition. Um now, one of the things that, that I I heard in Recovery 101 was their, their guest co-host had mentioned that somebody, I think it was him, that had mentioned somebody who says, well, I want to share my testimony. This is my testimony. He says, and that's, that's you know, what he said was, that was that's something you hear in church. Well, no, not really. Uh, let me tell you the definition uh, by Marian Webster's of the word testimony. Number one, that means the most used is a solemn declaration usually made orally by a witness under oath in response mm-hmm. to interrogation by a lawyer or authorized public official. That's the number one definition. Number two, first-hand authentication of a fact or evidence. Number three, an outward sign. Ooh. Number four, an open acknowledgement. And the last one used, a public profession of religious experience. Speaker so, meeting. 
So, <laughs> so, so testimony is simply a te- like you, we, we see uh, like the Home Shopping Network. They people give their testimonial of my pillow or their testimonial uh, of the Shake and Bake new Shake hey, and Bake I brand. I love Shake and Bake. I do too. <laughs> but people give their testimonial. Uh, it's 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 their statement of fact or experience with that issue. So the word testimony isn't just limited at church for crying out loud. So, but if you if we're talking semantics, if you want to say, uh, I gave my testimony in an A meeting, or I shared my story in an A meeting, or I shared my experience, strength, and hope, and hey, don't be picky about that. Who gives a rip? You know, it's the context of what your story and your testimony or, or whatever it is. And if you're sharing the solution, I don't care what you call it. Um, but it's not limited to church. Uh, so don't so don't think it is. Um, and that's what I hate about, like, these days. It's like everybody's addressed to their own opinion. I get it. But why do people have picked things apart? I don't know. Um, and here's the other thing I wanted to ask you guys. All right. In step three, it says, I turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understood him. All right. So if I'm turning my will and my life over to the care of God, and if I understand him to be Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and Jesus Christ says that I am to share the gospel, and I don't, then I have not really truly turned my will and my life over to him because I'm refusing to do what he tells me. And the third step would suggest that it's no longer my will and my life, so I'm taking the direction of God. It's all throughout the big book. It's no longer my life. It's his. So I follow his direction. So when he tells me to speak, I speak. I don't care what public, the, the right of public opinion is. I answer to God. I don't answer to the GSR. I don't answer to the chairperson. I don't answer to the people in the meeting. I answer to God. And if God moves on me for me to share specifically who my higher power is, then I need to do that. But here's the key. If you're a Christian, I truly believe this, before you walk into the meeting, to a secular meeting, right, You really ought to pray and ask God to guide your words. And I think you'll find that there are times you're going to want to speak that you shouldn't and times that you should and you don't want to. (laughs) Ask God to guide you. And I I think what it comes down to, everything boils down to love. If we look at 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 7, Um, It says, and this is from the Living Bible, if I had the the gift of being able to speak in other tongues without learning uh, them and could speak in every language there is in all of heaven and earth, but didn't love others, I would only be making noise. If I had the gift of prophecy and knew all about what is going to happen in the future, knew everything about everything, but didn't love others, what good would it do? Even if I had the gift of faith so that I could speak to a mountain and make it move, I would still be worth nothing at all without love. If I gave everything uh, to poor people, and if I burned was burned alive for preaching the gospel but didn't love others, it'd be of no value whatsoever. Love is very patient. Love is kind. Love is never jealous or envious. It's never boastful or proud. It's never haughty or selfish or rude. Love does not demand its own way. It is not irritable or touchy. It does not hold grudges and will hardly even notice when others do it wrong. 
It is never glad about injustice, but rejoices whenever truth wins out. If you love someone, and let me just put my two cents there. If you love the someones in your meeting, you'll be loyal to them no matter what the cost. You will always believe in them, always expect the best of them, and always stand your ground in defending them. So when that guy stood up and said, Grandfather, I felt as a Christian it was my obligation to tell the guy that was telling him to shut up to leave him alone. Um, so... How, how loving are we being? Are we saying, are we being specific about our higher power out of love? Or are we being boastful and, and I have a right to and, and my higher power is better than yours and I'm going to make make that point. Mm -hmm. If we're doing that and it's not out of love, then I think we're out of line. Agreed. So check yourself. Mm -hmm. do Bruce you would have loved this topic. Huh? I said Bruce would have loved this Bruce topic. Bruce would have. Mm-hmm. And believe me, I really believe that that you, as if you're a Christian, and we talk a lot about it because this is a Christ faith based centered radio station. Mm -hmm. If you're a Christian, and you want an opportunity to share share Jesus Christ with people, all you got to do is ask God to put Him in your life. He will. Mm -hmm. You'll have ample opportunity. You know. What do you think, Marv? Uh, I was just thinking about a experience I went through not too long ago um, where I shared Christ with a new member in, in AA and um, and he refused it. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and he recognized uh, the idea that he needed a higher power in his life, but he had some sort of uh, thing against Christ. Okay. And so anyway, I had sat there, we were at a restaurant and I had went through the the story about Christ and stuff. And um, I never, uh, at through the, when it was all over and, and he was pretty polite and, I mean, he, he didn't get mad or anything right. like that. But um, one of the things, I guess, what I'm trying to say is acceptance. Mm -hmm. The ability to... Uh, Except, you know, not like you were talking about the Native Americans. And uh, we had Sharon on the show here, yeah. you know. Sharon and, S., yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm kind of going through that program that they have. And, oh, yeah, that's right. And, um, and then uh, the Allahs and the... Uh, the Buddha other, or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, the idea of, okay, you know, don't put God in a box. Mm -hmm. Sure. And so I've really come to a lot of acceptance. I don't believe that stuff, but I I accept that other people have the right to. Um, like Denver said, you know, it's at some point in time, things are going to change. Yeah, for us, the truth will come through. Lo lo <clears throat> loving somebody in a Christ-like manner doesn't require the person to believe in Jesus to love them. Doesn't require that. God doesn't say love your neighbor as yourself only if they believe the way you do. He doesn't say that. Just as love them. And 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 I I think uh, I think what we do sometimes is we think we have to defend God. Mm -hmm. we, we really don't. He doesn't need us to pull out our sword and cut the other guy's ear off. Because guess what it'll do? It'll just put it back on. <laughs> right? Jesus did that in the garden. 
You know, Peter pulls his sword out and chops the Roman soldier's ear off, and Jesus just puts it back on the guy. You think that guy was a believer? No. And that's what, like, my (laughs) might have been after. (laughs) Because my grandpa was Baptist and my grandma was Catholic. Mm -hmm. But during the three months we were there for summertime, like on my mom's side, her her parents they made us. She had us go to both churches one Saturday night and then one Sunday morning. Okay, and I think that's where my um, belief in whatever God came from was the roots of my grandparents. Gotcha. Yeah. Because they didn't make us believe one or the other. I mean, there's different types of gods for, like, different people. Yeah. Yeah. Did that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I, I, I will say, and I will confess this right out, uh, because I believe in the God of Christianity, I believe what he said is true. Mm-hmm. If I don't believe everything he said as truth, then what makes anything he said true? So, um, so I believe it. And... You know, Philippians 2.10 says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and every tongue confess. So at some point, everybody will recognize that Jesus Christ is the God who is God. They may still deny him as their Savior and Lord, but they'll recognize who he is. Like in the last days or at the second coming, I I, I truly believe that. Um, I also believe... Uh, that he, what he said in John 14. Uh, he said, if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, and either I, my belief, this is my belief now, that Jesus is either a liar, a lunatic, or he is who he said he was. And I wouldn't follow a liar, and I wouldn't follow a lunatic. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you know him and have seen him. So either that is true or it is not true. And if I'm going to call him a liar, then it's not true. But I don't. So I do believe that's true. Now, I have a right to believe that. Just as Joe Blow has a right to believe that the doorknob is the God who is God. (laughs) That doesn't make him right, but he has that right in an AA meeting. And if I'm going to put love first, I am going to accept him and love him and care for him and offer the hand of of my 12-step fellowship to him, regardless of what he believes. But I'm not going to apologize for what I believe. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Um, so there's that there. Any closing thoughts, Denver? That's a pretty exhaustive <laughs> love list that you gave us. Uh, yeah. And I fall short regular. I do, too. That. I do, too. But uh, in, in that being said, the compassion of loving somebody, especially in reco- in new recovery, is important. I think Marv hit on a beautiful subject uh-huh. of... Be aware of your surroundings and be sensitive in that meeting. Those of us that have a little bit of time, when we go in, you can see if somebody's on edge. Mm. You don't need to be in their face about uh, my personal higher power unless they're going to ask about it. That's right. And then most certainly share your strength Mm. and where it comes from. Yeah. But, yeah, be sensitive to your surroundings and... 
What a list of love. Yeah, yeah. There's the ideal, then there's the real. And I tend to fall into the real more than the ideal. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I fall short, too. Amen. Yeah. But it, we're, this whole thing is a work in progress, daily by daily, you know, it's step by step. So. Yep. Tony, any closing thoughts? Okay, so the Italian stallion comes out in me, and I'm just blunt sometimes. Yeah. Especially when I shouldn't be in Denver. I was not undermining you whatsoever, so I apologize about that. For what? Uh-huh. The God thing. Oh. <laughs> and being blunt about it. So for that, I apologize, but I know that, like, I'm I'm like my father. We just like being blunt. So, I mean, not everybody's like that, so I have to admit my faults, too. <laughs> Blunt's good. Blunt can be good. Sometimes you need that. Marvin, any closing thoughts? Uh. No, not really, except um, um, hang in there. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep, keep coming, coming back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, how can they listen to the show there, Tony Baboni? Da-da-da. <clears throat> no, it's a good thing. You can listen and download any of our shows by going to Take12Radio.com. That is the number 12, Take12Radio.com, and clicking on the Follow Me on Podomatic. Follow Me on Podomatic. Uh-huh. Yeah. And once there, you can download our app for Android or iOS, which is a.k.a. iPhone. Yes, it is. Uh Uh-huh. You can comment on the shows, love us or hate us, but we love love. And we'd love to hear from you. And click on the love button because then it helps with our demographics. And we know where you're listening from. That's right. Please do that. Denver? Man, she's done that before. I'm reading reading off paper here, folks. Hang on. Uh, You can also listen to the show on our YouTube channel. That'll be, uh, you simply go to uh, (laughs) take12radio.com and click on the YouTube icon. And if you'd like to uh, send us your email, our email address will be take12, that's the letter 12, radio at com. at comcast.net that's take 12 radio at comcast net i think you meant the number 12 the number 12 i did mean the number 12 <laughs> we're say? not pointing out your what did i say <laughs> love me you said the letter 12 <laughs> the letter 12 she's <laughs> i'm still in recovery <laughs> got to stop these bang things Lemon drop. That's oh, hey, right. folks, so, folks. That's take twelve. The the number. All right. I almost said it again, man. Take twelve radio. So listen, if you got your panties in a bunch because somebody mentioned their higher power by name, rule sixty two. Don't take yourself so doggone seriously. Really, please. Our closing song is by Heather Lane. It's called Amazing Grace. It's not what you think, really. Oh, really? It's about a gal named Grace. Oh. Here's Heather Lane. Amazing grace, she's on the bus now, headed downtown to take her place, and know that face behind the beauty, she's so lonely and wants a change. She's just 18, the boys are waiting, and they're wanting some amazing grace, and she'll go with a smile, but all the while, she'll be crying. 
Heather Lane, visit her website and listen to a lot more of her music at Heather Lane. That's H-E-A-T-H-E-R-L-A-Y-N-E dot com. HeatherLane.com. Until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man along with the Take 12 Recovery Radio Gang. And we're wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. She's a super cat, super cat, she's super kitty, meow. Here, kitty, 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 meow. <laughs>